Welcome to Gay Mystery Podcast, featuring interviews with renowned LGBTQ authors and up-and-coming talent of mystery, suspense, and thriller novels. I'm your host, Brad Shreve, and Justine Adamick is here with her weekly recommendation. Hey, Brad. It's a holiday week for us. That it is. Uh, It is a Thanksgiving week here in the United States. Right. And... I'm not going to do a recommendation, and you're not going to do an interview, but I've got some news, and then I'll let you tell people what you're going to be doing next. Okay. Uh, A couple months ago, for our first anniversary, Graham Cheater gave us this nifty uh, grid of all of our interviews and all the books, and all the books I recommend and all the books you talk about. Then shortly after that, we went to you and you went to a new website, but, you know, basically the show did. And we kind of lost that and we have finally debugged it and we are uh, I have updated it and we have posted the new one on the new website. The link will be at the top. That's exactly right. Perfect. Thank you for doing that. And again, Graham, thank you. Sorry, it's taking us so long to get it back up. Yep. What I am what doing, are you doing, Brad? Well, I, I don't have a guest, but I kind of have eight guests. Mm. After each interview, I always chat for a while with the guest. And whenever I remember, I ask them a series of questions that aren't part of the interview. And Ooh. I save and I save those. So because of the holiday week, I have done a compilation of their responses to these different questions that I give each of them. Uh, and they're just quick responses, and it's a smooth transition between each one of the guests and their answers. So it's kind of like a clip show, but all new clips. Yes, it's a clip show, but these have not been aired. That's right. So I'm looking forward to that. Yep, just sit back and uh, everybody enjoy your holiday week, and we'll get it rolling. We're sponsored by Requeer Tales, preserving our LGBTQ literary heritage one book at a time. Check them out at requeeredtales.com. Cheryl Head, what's your favorite underappreciated novel? Awesome, oh, underappreciated novel. I think it might be. Blanche and the Talented Tenth by Barbara Neely. A lot of people know her first book, Blanche on the Lamb, but Blanche and the Talented Tenth really looks at this subset of uh, the African-American community, the people who are the kind of the blue bloods of the community and the shenanigans they get themselves in. I, I love that book. And what do you love about being a writer? I love that I get to make up um, the world. I love uh, in terms of crime writing that I get to kill people who deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that I can use uh, all my energies in the pursuit of crime writing, including anger in a way that's productive. And I, I love that it gives me a platform to look at the world and at least from my perspective, uh, tell people what I think about the world. What would you say is your unique or quirky writing habit? I have a black and white flannel shirt (laughs) that uh, if I have it on, I write like the wind and I'm every word is perfect. (laughs) If it's in the laundry, I'm screwed. (laughs) (laughs) 
What was one of the most surprising things you learned in creating your books? I think, it, let's see, that's a great question. I think it's that um, the editing part is so d damn hard. Um, but having a good editor makes all the difference in the world in the book, you know, especially uh, to the developmental editor who looks at the book in a big picture way and asks you big questions about your motivation for what's in the book. And then, of course, the copy editor who takes all the crazy commas that you put in there and take them out. Dharma Kelleher, on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you and why? <laughs> I, you know, I'd, I'd probably say a nine um, just because, you know, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm into, I'm a biker. Uh, I've done all kinds of things as a profession. I've done everything from being a, a, a radio news director to being a bill collector and being um, just everything you can imagine, um, caregiver. And so I'm just, I'm just a pretty weird person. I've got a funny sense of humor. What drives you to continue to be a writer? Um, I find writing stories and crafting stories uh, to be very therapeutic. It makes me happy. And what would you say is your unique or quirky writing habit? A unique quirk writing habit. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, uh, you know, I you don't have one. That's okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, you know, I tend to be pretty vanilla. You know, I, I write an outline. I go through, write a rough draft. You know, one of the things that makes me quirky is I, I, I don't often uh, suffer from imposter syndrome. Not because I think I'm all that in a bag of chips, but because through my recovery from addiction and codependency, I've learned to avoid a lot of that black and white thinking. And so I'm able to accept that I'm better than I was and getting better every day and every with every book that I write. And what, according to you, is the hardest thing about writing? Hardest, um, doing the editing, I think getting, you know, keeping a perspective, keeping the sequence of events straight in my head. Um, because sometimes I, I'm just getting, I get too close to the story and I can't look at it from the perspective of a reader. Christopher Rice, what's your favorite underappreciated novel? Oh, uh, probably, uh, I don't want to say any of my friends' novels are underappreciated, but I think everybody should check out Right Murder by Eric Shaw Quinn, my best friend, because it's an absolutely hilarious murder mystery. Okay, now on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you and why? Uh, ten because I was raised by parents who taught me to embrace my weirdness. And what would you say is your unique or quirky writing habit? 
My unique or quirky writing habit is that when I get an idea that I really like, I get up from the desk and I start pacing and I start sort of rubbing my hands together or kind of like I, I will clasp my hands together and then sort of, um, I'm doing it right now, but you can't see me because this is a podcast, but it's like I tap my fingers together in sequence. I have sort of like, when I get excited, I have little sort of repetitive gestures that I, I don't know, maybe I belong on the spectrum. I'm not sure. I've never been diagnosed. And what was the most surprising things you learned in creating your books? The most surprising things I learned in creating my books was that um, I have to be more excited about them than anybody else is. And I, I, I honestly thought in the beginning that that didn't seem, and not in the beginning, but after I first read reviews of my first book, I thought, no, if I want to be in this game, I got a right to sell and I've got to align my passions with what people want. And maybe to a degree, but ultimately, I'm the one who has to do the most work on it. So if I'm not obsessed with it, nobody else is going to be. Greg Heron, on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you and why? Um, is one not weird and 10 weird? Uh, 10 is weird. 10 is weird, 10. And because I, I am not like anyone I know. I am very strange. I have, I, everything about me is weird. Um, I have, I'm this weird combination of lazy type A, obsessive compulsive, but lazy, which, um, and easily distracted. And I, I look at life as material, and so everything, I, I'm always thinking, always thinking, and so I'll be in the middle of a conversation with somebody, and then I'll just come up with something really, I get looked at weird a lot <laughs> when I'm talking to people, I guess is the easiest way to put it. So I just take it as that, yes, I'm very strange and weird. So, yeah, definitely a 10. That's why I live in New Orleans, because no one notices here. What's your favorite underappreciated novel? My favorite underappreciated novel. Ooh, just one. Um, okay, I would say um, My Cousin Rachel by, by Daphne du Maurier. Rebecca gets all the attention, but My Cousin Rachel is just as good, if not better. What writers have inspired you the most and how? Uh, again, um, quite a few. Um, I'm going to go with Shirley Jackson. And I will attributing this quote to Stephen King because he dedicated Salem's Lot to Shirley Jackson. And the reason he, and it says, this is for Shirley Jackson because she never had to raise her voice, which I think is sums up her, her work beautifully. It's very, very calm and peaceful, but horrifying. And Daphne du Maurier would be the other one because she was able to write incredibly complex and compelling work that every time you read it, you read it differently. It's never the same when you read it the second time. I, every time I read Rebecca, for example, it's a different book 
What drives you to continue to be a writer? I love doing it. I absolutely love doing it. No matter how much I complain about it, no matter how much I bitch about it, no matter how much I have to force myself sometimes to actually do it, I love it. And when I'm not doing it, I'm not happy. And when I'm not writing, I become very... It, I don't know if there is some kind of mental chemistry thing going on in my brain, but when I am not working on something or if I'm not writing something or if I'm not in the process of writing, I'm very unhappy and irritable and I'm not, I don't feel like I'm me. And I think I've been usually when I'm not, people talk about writer's block. For me, I don't believe there is such, I don't think that you're blocked from writing. There's, I think there's other things that are going on that keep you from writing. And for me, it's depression and not writing makes me even more depressed. So it becomes this self-fulfilling cycle Ooh, that's kind of twisted. <laughs> David Lennon, what, according to you, is the hardest thing about writing? Oh, this might take me a second, Brad. What is the hardest part? Um, Keeping the story in your head and living a real life at the same time. And what was the most surprising thing you learned in creating your books? Um, that people might actually start to care about the characters. What do you love about writing? I like spending time with, with the characters. Um, and, and, and creating new ones. I just, I love doing dialogue. That's my favorite part of it. And what would you say uh, drives you to continue to be a writer? Because I still have stories in my head, you know, things that, that pop in. And if I'm not going to tell that story, who else is? And Apptaker, what writers have inspired you the most and how? Uh, Dashiell Hammett, uh, uh, Raymond Chandler, uh, Patricia Highsmith, Highsmith uh, Colette. Um, uh, I think they would have to be at the top of my list. There are others, but let's just say they're at the top of my list. And the reason is their voice and their uh, in the case of Chandler, his elegance in crime. In the case of Highsmith, her extraordinary voice, her clarity. Uh, uh, those would be my favorites, yeah. Those, they, they, those would be my influences, my, my mothers and fathers. Well, what drives you to continue to be a writer? Oh, boy. Uh, this, uh, this need to... Uh, 
to say what I want to say and have the world read it, um, to not be ignored as a human being. And writing is my way of getting one's attention, I guess, uh, you know, getting the attention of the world and having them notice and listen and maybe hear me. And what, according to you, is the hardest thing about writing? Oh, uh, writing itself is very hard. I don't remember who it was. It might have been Lillian Hellman. I don't recall who it was. Maybe one of your listeners will know who said, I hate writing. I love having written (laughs) Uh, because writing itself is very, very hard. I don't know what about it is more difficult than anything else, but dredging up the interior of oneself through other people's voices, your character's voices, and putting that on the page. It's like troweling down with a garden trowel <laughs> to get to the deepest parts of myself to to find the emotions of characters and have them react accordingly. I find that very difficult, but extremely satisfying. And what's your favorite underappreciated novel? Oh boy, I don't. Hmm. Gee, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, mine. <laughs> that, that's fair uh, gosh, enough. Yeah, I guess I guess I'd have to say that because the rest of the novels that I can think of that I love are all deeply appreciated. Oh, gee, you know, my favorite appreciated novel, my favorite novel in the world, is Wuthering Heights. Oh Believe my God! Yeah, I love Believe Wuthering Heights. Oh, good! Finally, someone agrees with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Winkus, what writers have inspired you the most and how? One of them would be Tess Garrison for writing a very, very fast-paced uh, thriller with female protagonists that are really uh, writers that I looked up to, and also Jean um, Redman of the Mickey Knight series. And what drives you to continue to be a writer? I cannot imagine uh, not writing. It is, uh, I, I've never really taken a longer break. And whenever um, I, I have a short period of not writing, I, it always uh, uh, calls me back. I, I cannot write. Well, what do you think it is that you love about being a writer? I, I love being able to completely disappear in that kind of reality and, uh, and make that kind of reality from nothing, from the blank page. That is what I really love. And what would you say is your unique or quirky writing habit? Oh, do I have one? I, I, I don't know if that's a quirky habit, but uh, my wife says I hum a little bit while I write. So. Well, I've never heard of anyone that did that before. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't know if it's quirky, but it certainly is unique, in my opinion. I guess. <laughs> Garrett Hudson, what do you love about being a writer? I love being able to make stuff up, just to be able to to lie and have it make sense and, and maybe even reach some people 
and make a little money off of it. What would you say is your unique or quirky writing habit? Oh, I almost always write in the same place um, and I write in a basement. And so that might be a little bit quirky. What would you say is one of the most surprising things you learned in creating your books? Um, how prevalent uh, gay and lesbian societies were uh, way earlier than we thought they ever were. I love doing research and, and I find some really interesting things sometimes. And what drives you to continue to be a writer? I couldn't imagine not being one. Uh, it's I always have ideas going through my head for stories. I'm always making stuff up and uh, you just feel the need to get them down. Hit the subscribe button wherever you hear our show so you don't miss a single episode. Tell a friend too. Thank you for listening.